0: Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. Glad you could join us. Uh, We like to think of ourselves as the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. But we need your help to free America one million enslaved mind at a time. And, And we can't do that unless you share... These interviews, and it's really important that you make these go far and wide. we have a couple of sponsors here that make this show possible. First of all, the good people from Noble Gold. Uh, Listen, there's an economic catastrophe coming. How bad it's going to get, no one knows. But you don't want to get caught with the majority of your money in the bank, now do you? So they can take your existing investments and gold back them. Or they can take you and say, hey, look, I think you need to be in this gold here and this much silver here. And they'll also tell you if they can help you or not help you. They're the easiest people I've ever seen to work with. Give them a call at 877 877- 646 5347. That's 877 646 5347. And in the description box, of which most of you will see this or the accompanying article, you will see a link to noble gold okay um, we're also brought to you by preparewithdave.com and that's the name for our storeable food company and they're offering specials up to 40 percent off restaurant quality the best there is i mean i'm serious it's the best there is 25 year shelf life no glyphosates no gmos it's absolutely fantastic and i'll tell you (laughs) i read this stat the other day They're saying now that people in 14 days, 90% of those people will run out of food in a crisis. My friend, Bob Griswold from readymaderesources.com says you need two years and seeds. Um, FEMA DHS says you need six months. Some people don't have six days. Get started now with the great discounts at preparewithdave.com Don't look back on this folks and I tell you don't let the grass grow under your feet and speaking of ready-made resources Bob Griswold, King Prepper as I call him frequent guest on this show everything you want with survival gear he finances the high-end stuff like night vision, he has great water filtration, communications equipment. You really want want to get after this and i'll tell you want to see what he has you need gold you need guns you need ammo you need food you need water you need basically to be self-sufficient he can help you get started with that readymaderesources.com is the website to go to there's a number on screen to call after you see what he has and he will consult with you for free okay that takes care of who the sponsors are for this particular segment our guest in this segment is daniel holdings and i met Daniel. the Branson Conference uh, the uh, Gen 6 True Legends man was that a great conference and Daniel and I talked a little bit about a book he wrote back in 2011 uh, published in 2012 and republished in 2016 and the title of the book was As Darkness Falls and it really falls under the category of what Doug Hagman once called faction and that's a book that's meant to be fiction but it comes true. And a lot of the things that he wrote in this book has come true. And we're going to talk about how that happened and what those elements are that came true. But we're also going to take a look ahead to what's going on and to the future and talk about what could happen. Daniel, I'm glad you could join us. Uh, Thanks for being with us. And I'm really looking forward to this discussion because I almost feel like this is almost a prophetic interview. I mean, that's Kind of how I'm seeing this, so welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you Dave and uh I appreciate your work so much. I've never been with you though I've been on several other shows and uh, you mentioned Doug Hagman he's a good friend uh, uh, so it's it, it's great to be with you and I think that it is a timely interview if nothing else.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely and, and no question hey, what motivated you to write this book all the way back in 2011?
1: Well, uh, As the Darkness Falls is part of a, um, a trilogy, if you will. Uh, it is uh, the second volume of the Cooper Chronicles, which is a, a story I started weaving back in, I don't know, 2009, probably. The first book is about uh, CERN and all the crazy stuff that was going on there. Heart, that kind of thing. And then in the second book, what I did is I took the, the hero... Uh, And he ended up dealing with very the same, very, very the same very issues. I should say that uh, you know we are seeing today. And the third book was a continuation of the second book, and we can talk about uh, all of those. But as far as my motivation goes, you know, Dave, I used to be a regular guy. (laughs) I was I was a financial guy for a long time with my own practice, successful that kind of thing and um i was probably uh i don't know i'd been in practice probably almost 10 years and <clears throat> i read a book uh, and note to self don't do this if you're in a financial practice that book was called the creature from jekyll island
0: <laughs> oh yes <laughs> from
1: uh <G>. Edward, <laughs> oh, Edward yes. griffin and when i there had been some things that i had been wrestling with as far as the industry went and as far as where the economy was going that kind of thing when i read that book it 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 was absolutely it absolutely resonated with uh what i had already been thinking and i knew that everything that griffin was saying in that book was absolutely true now my my experience uh before that had been um yeah, uh, you know just a, a business guy and, and somebody that was uh, kind of asleep to all the things that I now uh, am awake to but I, I remember uh, just as I was reading that book I was my practice was in my home and I was walking out of uh, my front door with a client a very you know, well off client but in my minimum client at the time I think it was a million bucks you, you know I wouldn't touch your account if you didn't have a million bucks and so these were affluent people <clears throat> And this particular client, uh, I walked out, and he's asking me, well, what happens if this, this, and this happens? And I'm lost in thought, because I'm in the middle of this book, and out loud, this is one of those moments you say, that's, that's, but out loud I said, it, it doesn't matter, it's going to collapse anyway. And he said, what? What are we going to do? do? So anyway, I... I you know I, I reassured and ah, it's okay we'll move to bonds or we'll do something you know whatever and you could, by the way gold and silver were never in my my vocabulary right although I had a license to sell uh, EFTs of gold and silver I didn't sell physical gold and silver so uh, anyway it, I, I knew then you know that I had to do something something different than what I was doing and just a, an anecdotal story another anecdotal story that goes along with that as far as my waking up uh, to the things that were really true as opposed to things that the media fed us and that kind of thing Um, I was uh, it was probably 2007 uh, I I had been at a uh, a client meeting so I was in a nice three-piece suit and whatever uh, and I one of the one of my favorite haunts in the neighborhood i lived in was um, a smoothie shop and it's california i'm from california a, i don't live there now but uh it was a smoothie shop and so i i, I wanted to go get a smoothie because it's the middle of summer and hot right so I, I i park my car and i go to get out and there's a kid sitting in front of the smoothie shop and he's got his backpack this is before cell phone but he was reading something or playing a game or so i don't remember what it is not before cell phones but before smartphones like they exist today um and this this smoothie shop was across the street from high school so i just figured that this kid was a high school student and by the looks of him he might have been you know a junior like ninth not a junior but a freshman ninth grade sophomore maybe so he was a pretty young kid and he's wearing a shirt and dave you would know the shirt well It had a picture of Barack Obama on the front of it, like uh, in a red and blue rainbow, and it said, change. That's all it said, change. And so, you know, I was a pretty staunch Republican back then. (laughs) And I said, uh, I said, hey, I said, "Uh, you like that guy? And he said, he said, yeah, yeah, I like him. And I said, "Uh, well, what do you like about him? Well, he's gonna bring about change. I said, really? I said, well, what kind of change? He said, he thought for a second, and he scrunched up his face, he got mad, and he said, I don't know, man, just change. <laughs> I said, okay, I, you know, I'm challenging his worldview. so <laughs> anyway, so I walked in, and uh, you know, his mother came to pick him up, and I, I began to think about that that kid at the time was probably 15 or 16 years old. Uh, by the time Obama so he couldn't vote in in that election that Obama came in but by the time his second election came around I'm sure they did vote for him so but here's my point that the world had been clamoring for something different you and I both know that by the time that George W. Bush got done with the second term people hated him uh, for better or worse and you know I'll mention him in a, a couple minutes but the point is that the pendulum had swung from one extreme to the other. And I began to understand that going forward, and this, this guy, because I had done some research on Obama at that time, if this guy got in, this no-name from Chicago junior senator who never accomplished anything but was a community organizer, if he got in, things were going to, to really change in a big way and not in a good way. So I began to do some research. My my reading of that Griffin book was um, part of it, and I had this this I don't know I don't even know how to put it this uh, ache in my heart, this ache to to talk about these things. And then the Lord really started doing something And I know let, let me let me here's the disclaimer, okay? I know your audience is cracked. I know you have a lot of Christians in your audience. But you have. A pragmatic audience and what I want to do is I want to speak to their practicality because they're pragmatic we're dealing with a lot of stuff right now that uh, that we absolutely need to address and uh, I, I I feel for you because I came from that that pragmatic point of view I was about as pragmatic as you can be um, what I found out is that things were not as they seem and that's a tagline actually out of my first book things aren't what they seem things are not as what they seem the point is when the lord began to show me all of this stuff i had to write it down i i had to somehow show people what he was showing me without sounding like a spiritual nut, you know what I mean? Right,
0: yeah, yeah. you got to be careful. When you go down the prophecy road, people could think you're delusional.
1: Right. So, what I started doing is I, I, I put these things in in writing, right? And, uh, you know, Doug, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dave, the, the thing is, those things began to happen. And so people were flocking to me and they were saying well, well dang how'd you know this i didn't know this i didn't know that i just wrote it down i i wrote down what i saw uh and and sure enough they 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 began to happen and so by the time um i got done with my second book by the way steve quail's in that book he, i that's about the time i i first met him i uh, i contacted him and asked if i could use him as a a character, a prepper character in the book, and he agreed. And so he's, he's get a part in that book. But, uh, you know, by the time I got done writing that book and all the things that went in it, and there's a plethora of things, there are tons of things in that book that uh, have come true, that are coming true. Uh, I, too, uh, stand back and, and I'm amazed by how much of it has uh, actually come true
0: well let's go through some of these uh things that you wrote that actually came to fruition
1: well um actually it's probably a good idea because that that would actually give me some bona fides and and i listen you know people say well you know uh, you hear people in the church all the time i'm a prophet i no, no listen it's not for me to say if those
0: withdave.com that's waterwithdave.com save $80 for a short time
1: books are prophetic or that I'm a prophet I don't say that at all uh, it is up to the, the person uh, after the events come true and to discern for himself was it prophetic was it not prophetic I'm just a guy I'm just a donkey I always say that you know I'm Balaam's donkey I just open up my mouth when I have something to say and that's all I want to be I don't want to be anything else but that I just want to be obedient to the Lord so one of the things that I wrote in there uh, one of the most stunning things I suppose uh, to date is that um, now keep in mind I wrote that book in 2011 and I wrote about a Islamic uh, organization that rose up out of Syria declared a caliphate they were bloodthirsty and they were uh, you know bent on world domination Okay, so what? I mean, it's been, you know, Islam's been around a long time and all this other stuff. But, you know, in the, for the sake of the book,
0: I had a... So you're looking to thank someone special for helping you get through the year. Noble Gold has the perfect gift. It's a four-coin set of rare, solid 24-karat gold, Augusta St. Gaudens Lady Liberties. These impressive coins are bullion-grade proofs authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the current American Eagle design. They're not making any more. Only 20 left. Buy two sets, it'll cost you less than ten thousand dollars and you'll be gifted a free Apollo eleven coin. Discover more by calling Noble Gold at eight seven seven six four six five three four seven.
1: Name this organization for the sake of tracking them in the book, their actions, that kind of thing. And I called them the ISNW. <laughs> now, Dave, that was four years before anybody ever heard of ISIS. ISIS didn't exist then. Um, another thing that that was in that book, and this is one of the things I was talking to you about at the conference, is that. Um, hey, so let me let me back up. I actually uh, this book contains things I either saw uh, or I heard from the Lord, or that I did uh, original research on. Uh, so they're they're all pretty unique. Uh, you know, I don't recall anybody weaving a story like that that's not patting me on the back again this is a Lord's work not mine so um, one of the things that I saw I I actually had a vision about this and I wrote it down was I saw a huge tsunami being generated from the Aleutian Islands and that tsunami um, swept all the way down the uh, west coast of North America down into the south pacific and uh, decimated the coastlands now i saw um, earthquakes and so i began to do some research and i i i found out about cascadia and so i weaved this story about a little known fault line at that time uh called cascadia and um as I began to, to write about this the Lord uh, let me see what was coming and what I saw is a, a full scale um, uh, rip along the Cascadia fault line but that's not the only thing what that what that in turn did is caused a uh, what do you call it a, a domino effect of uh, a series of other earthquakes including the San Andreas and it it just absolutely ripped up and decimated uh, the ring of fire and you, I saw earthquakes going I mean, excuse me uh, volcanoes going off all over the world and that kind of thing and, and you know that our friend Steve Quayle, mutual friend he uh, he's actually done some research himself on this issue uh, and has recently come out with a documentary about it as well so uh, when when he mentioned this and you mentioned this uh, at the conference I I began to talk to you about this and I I told you I I saw it I I literally saw it and I know it's coming and um, so anyway that's another thing that that's in that book one of the other things I saw in that book that I wrote down in a fiction setting was um, an economic collapse and what that meant Uh, and and we are now beginning to see and of course because you know I was a financial guy I, I understand economics that kind of thing but uh, we are now beginning to see uh, the very same thing happen in the real world uh I also saw a civil war Dave and that's initially why I I wanted to talk to you you and I have been on the foreign space for a while now but I, I saw a civil war and I I saw what was going to happen Um, and I wanted to share that with the audience. Um, But more importantly, I wanted to share what was coming after the Civil War because I also saw an invasion of America. Um, And so, anyway, I mean, I I could go on. These are things that are in the book that are coming true now or that have come true.
0: Well, let's talk about the nature of the Civil War that you saw. Do you have any specifics you can share with us?
1: Well, what I saw was regular military regular federal military against the national guard i saw people fighting on the streets because of their ideology Um, and that is exactly where we're at now because this is going to happen and so i wanted to talk to the pragmaticness of your audience for a second uh because we need we need a dose of uh, reality here I mean this is real enough the idea that this is going to happen um, What I what I what I want to share is that everything that is about to happen and that is happening is supernatural it's judgment in fact Steve Quill and I are working on a book although he's not really working on it I am I'm writing it uh, but we're having a series of conversations. The book's called uh, uh, "Midnight Strikes: uh, Judgment Unleashed." That's that's, uh, that's the title of the book, and it's hopefully will be out before the end of the year. But um, the Lord had shown Steve many things over the years that He said were going to happen just before the end of the age. And uh, so, Steve, when he wrote his last book, uh, the premise of the promise, he said that was his last book. He wasn't writing again. And I kind of twisted his arm, and I said, "Well, look, you know, we need to talk about these things that." the Lord is showing you uh, let me write the book and I'll just talk to you and we'll put that conversation in the book as well he said that sounds good so I'm actually working on that book right now uh, but the, the point is that when when we talk about all of these things that are coming upon the earth Dave th- now this is this is hard for people to, to grasp right because we are men of action we want to do something right Especially you, right? Especially me, especially Steve Quinn. We want to do something. One of the things that we need to understand is that you can dig the deepest bunker in your backyard. You can have preparation for 10 years. You can have all the gold and silver you can buy. You can have all the ammo that you can store. You can be, you know, positioned exactly in the same, or excuse me, in, in the right place, uh, to, to protect your loved ones you cannot audience prepare for everything that is coming and it is all coming and it's all coming at the same time because this is judgment now people will take you know uh one arm with me. well wait a minute we're america we're a christian country you know why would god judge us you know i'm a christian i'm a believer and whatever the case may be but the fact is that you know there's the blood of innocence that that cries out we have 55 million babies that we have allowed to be killed and you may you or i may not have had a direct hand in that but it is our country that did that and it is our country that's being judged and we have done um countless other things that uh we will be held accountable for before the lord and and perhaps the greatest Thing that we have done is to turn our backs on him just yesterday I read uh, an article that said uh, less people than ever are calling themselves Christians less people than ever are, uh, are, are following the Lord now Dave we are the most blessed country in the world there has never been a country like the United States of America but we didn't do that, I don't know. I mean, we can say that, but we didn't. We were, we were blessed and we were blessed not because of the founding fathers. The founding fathers were deists as far as I could tell, but there were people the pilgrims, that came over and that sought God and that uh, wanted to walk with him. And as a consequence, God saw the hearts of the people, not necessarily the leaders, and, and he blessed us. But, and we, we lived in that blessing for more than 200 years. And now, I don't have to tell you because you report on it all the time. You have the LGBTQ, uh, you know, agenda being shoved down our throat. You have, uh, this whole anti Christian bias that's being shoved down our throat. You have the whole surveillance system being shoved down our throat. Um, all of these things and more are an affront to, to, to God. And as a consequence he's about ready to judge this nation or he is judging this nation if you look at uh you know the the weather that we've had and the crops that have been decimated over the course of the last uh you know few months uh that's part of that judgment as well but this this earthquake that's coming that they are saying in fact there's an article yesterday that said that uh the 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 whole of california's on the verge of a huge earthquake Uh, you have the new madrid fault which is also in the book that's um, getting ready to pop off there earthquakes running up and down new madrid these days Uh, and and what i saw was a physical breaking in half of the nation the physical dividing of the nation so you're going to have the nation fraction uh, fractionalized ideologically but you're also going to have the physical fracturing of the nation and all of that stuff is coming in the very near future and and so people listen to me and they go oh no what are we supposed to do the guy he's crazy but this is how god this is how people approach god all the time right they will seek his hand right they'll say lord protect me which is not a bad prayer they'll say lord you know help me with my bills they'll say lord help me with my relationships they say, "Lord, I'm screwed up. Help me here." Right, so they always seek his head. and God understands that, just like you know our father understands that. We go to we go to our dad and we ask him for something, and you know he's our dad, right? I got a I got a go to a girl, and and she still does that. Right? <laughs> so uh, this is understandable. But what, here's what I challenge your audience: seek God, but seek His face, don't seek His hand. Worship Him because He's God. Right? He sent His Son for us. That, so, in the end, we may live or we may die, but it won't matter because we'll be okay in the end. In the meantime, as we are walking through this tribulation, and Dave, it is tribulation. This is the what, what people have to understand. This is what I mean by you can not prepare for everything. It's tribulation. So, as we are walking through tribulation, if our relationship with the Lord is right, if we are walking with him and seeking his face, and we can have peace that surpasses all understanding, even in the worst of times. And yes, he can say, go to the left or go to the right, and we'll find food or shelter or whatever the case may be, protection. But if you think, audience, that you can go, and I know your audience doesn't think this, but, you know, ask CNN. They all think that they can go to the FEMA camps, <laughs> and FEMA take care of them. Well, you and I know what waits for them at the Phoenix. But the the point is that people need to look to God because He's God, not because of what He can give us, not because of stuff. Right? They need to look to Him, look look to His heart, and have Him change our hearts. That's what we need to do. In the midst of judgment, a great revival can break out if we allow it to happen. Now I don't know that that'll stop judgment because this is uh, playing out. This is a bigger script than uh, you know than just the United States. This is playing out all over the world. Did you see today that there's riots in Chile? Now there's riots in Spain, Barcelona. There's riots in Chile. There's riots in uh, Lebanon. We saw riots in France just a few months ago. Uh, we saw riots in uh, Ecuador just last week so we have the world that is uh, petering on instability now why is that because God has removed peace from the earth that is essentially what judgment is and so all this stuff that comes after this well we are going to understand what judgment is
0: ladies and gentlemen right now go to mypillow.com backslash hodges use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities mypillow.com backslash hodges coupon code Hodges
1: It's a heavy message and I know your audience you know uh, they don't necessarily want to hear it, but it is the truth One of the things that happened that uh, when I when I began to wake up and I began to write all the stuff that I began to write, i understood that it was true and i you know steve Quayle says this all the time you can't unlearn something that you've learned <laughs> once i knew i knew i couldn't unlearn i couldn't go back and 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 think that the uh, financial system was was stable and it was everything that that you know i had learned it to be i couldn't i couldn't unlearn it it's one of the reasons why i had to get out of the business because it was a uh, a fraud so when you when you begin to hear these things are are coming upon the earth or are here uh, you may want to go well i'm just going to go crawl on the rock you can't unlearn and that's not going to stop the stuff from coming in anyway but you know on top of uh civil war and economic collapse and earthquakes and volcanoes uh, this is what i mean by it. you can't deal with everything one of the things that the Lord showed me is that when we are at our weakest when we are fighting amongst ourselves when when you have and, and brother I'm telling you I am, I am I have very good neighbors and friends that uh, are, are Democrats and they uh, I'm thinking about a couple in particular and they listen to CNN they believe everything that, that they're told on CNN uh, when this all breaks loose Um, it will be people of different ideologies going at each other's throats. You know, one of the things that happened in the Civil War, the first Civil War, is that uh, you had this geographical location where the Northern Army went down to the south and they fought it primarily down there, although there was some incursions up to the north, but for the most part, it was geographical. It's not going to be geographical. It is going to be neighbor... Against
0: me yeah I, I agree stronger. with that did you uh did you happen to see Mike Adams article about where you don't want to live near the blue cities and there'll be irregular battle lines and this parallels what you're saying
1: i did I did see that at least I skimmed it uh, and and he's absolutely right. Um, can you imagine being in a city when this all breaks loose and I don't know exactly um, the fuse has already been lit. But I don't know exactly what the catalyst is for it, although I know it's simmering. I mean, it is It is getting hotter and hotter. Uh, so, okay. So we've talked about some super spiritual stuff, and it's kind of depressing. But we look at the physical, okay? Let's look at the physical in the physical realm that isn't necessarily spiritual, although they are tied, as I said. But we look at the practical stuff, right? So is it going to be uh you know trump's impeachment that and, and you know i don't know i'm of the opinion that uh it's more and more likely that they will uh, impeach him
0: i think it's likely uh, they're uh, going to assassinate him and and i'll tell you why the people will really be paying attention if this gets to the senate for a trial and they have nothing they have absolutely nothing And they don't want to awaken the masses because Congress gets away with their felonies because the public is ignorant. So I think we're going to see an executive action. I think we're going to see an assassination. And all the telltale signs are there. I mean, look at Comey. He's in the New York Times with a picture from his living room, and he takes Star Wars toys and some little green patch of grass and create recreates Dealey Plaza in an article in which he's saying, I'll do anything to get this man out of office in the next 13 months.
1: Well, <laughs> Uh, just Dr. Elijah Cummins you know, Elijah Cummins said uh, Trump will be reelected over my dead body, and look where Elijah Cummins is. <laughs> so uh, I careful care I was Mr. Comey. But I, you know, they definitely do have uh, uh, a plan in place. I I don't know exactly what that is, but you know, uh, if if you will indulge me just for a second, I have some super spiritual weird stuff to talk to you about. Uh, but I'm going to weave it into the practice stuff And I think you'll understand where I'm coming from Did you see that that uh, Q alert on Steve's website Just yesterday, late, late last night a, a person that had a dream A spiritual dream, did you see that?
0: No, I haven't seen it yet
1: Okay, so this person has a spiritual dream And they see um, In the dream, they know that they are uh, This is weird stuff I mean, it's weird And I admit, audience, it's weird <laughs> But it doesn't mean that it's wrong. I don't like my books. Uh, this this person saw that there was uh, some uh, there was an event a dinner that was going on and she was he was a page or uh, an aide to to somebody. And so the wife of the congressman or a senator uh, said, Well, you can ride with me and you know, we'll go to the this dinner and you can meet this person finally and so uh, this, they end up being diverted. Now, get this, they end up being diverted to a place called Raven Rock. Right now, you probably know what Raven Rock is. Yes. I didn't. The person that had the dream didn't know what Raven Rock was. So they get to Raven Rock, and it's like chaos. There are people that are sitting there, wringing their hands because of what is about to happen or what is happening, and they're blaming each other for what is happening. So, uh, in the course of all this, he, this person gets separated from the wife at the dinner and, and uh, says, meet me at the table. So, as he's looking for the, the, the table uh, to, to, to meet their party at, uh, the Speaker of the House comes up. Maybe immigration, well, student loan fraud tied up. The, the Speaker of the House is just not um he introduces himself as, as the speaker anyway uh, but uh i am looking for his name here because uh, i had to i had to look look it up i'm sorry bear with me one second so this person i'm getting someplace here the speaker's name was carl albert and so in this this dream or in this write-up for Q alerts he says steve I would have been a junior in high school back then. I didn't know who Carl Albert was, right? So he had no clue. So anyway, uh, then 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 uh, you know it, it ends, and, and the person wakes up, and then he writes Steve about the stream. So then, then he went back and he looked up who Carl Albert was, and they found out Carl Albert was the Speaker of the House between 1971 and 1977. During the time that Nixon was impeached, and what Carl Albert was saying is this would have never happened if I was. This is what he was telling him in the dream. This would have never happened if I was in charge. And this person said that they knew that this person wasn't alive, but they you know this, this person said that he was the Speaker of the House. So so here's the, here's the point. After I read this article, he didn't say what Raven Rock was. I looked up what Raven Rock was it is considered the underground pentagon this is where people you know branches of the military go for continuity of government now here's the other weird thing and i'm trying to weave together some weird stuff and put it in some some pragmatic <laughs> frank reference so you can understand it. just uh, the day before yesterday and this is the way the lord works with me and. and I don't hear this all the time sometimes I will hear him say something to me and, and I was so you understand I was I'm, I'm a vet right I was in the military a long time uh, and uh, I, I absolutely know what continuity me, but I haven't thought about it in years I've been out for 30 years so I said you know he said to me uh, I'm sitting there out of the blue he said um, they have enforced continuity of government and I was like what? What, 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 what? what do you mean continuity of government? again, I mean I, I wasn't even thinking about this thing and he said um, but they won't tell anybody what's coming they, they're going to save themselves they won't tell anybody what's coming and I was like that is weird All right? so I let it sit worry about it for a couple of days lo and behold I came across an article today and i learned some things i wasn't even looking for it Uh, but i learned some things dave did you know since september 11 2001 we have been under a state of emergency a national emergency
0: well i've I've seen that it's never been lifted yes
1: it has never been lifted and as a consequence of that and the justification of course was a terrorist tax and now, we could have this huge discussion about what those attacks on September 11th were, really were, but the justification of instilling continuity of government was the September 11th attacks. Now, here's the interesting thing. When when Bush instituted the continuity of government plan, they um, left it in place for the longest time. They left it in place... For four years, and what this article does—that it again—it's on Steve Querwill's website, so you go there and take a look at it. It makes the argument that they had set up—that was what they needed to set up a shadow government. Now, okay, that's crazy, Daniel. Well, we have been hearing about the deep state. We have been hearing about the Illuminati, New World Order, all this other stuff, right? And the question always is on the tip of people's tongue, the people, don't, when the people that are naysayers, the people that don't believe. They say, you know, how could this happen? How could we not know that this was going on? We have elected officials. Well, the interesting thing is that right after the continuity new government was put in place, people at the time, like Tom Daschle and those kind of guys, did not know that it was put into place. It was put into place in secret if you will until they were told about it by other parties now here's what the continent and this is where i'm getting to uh, the continuity i'm gonna read this to you and if you bear with me i hate it when people read but this is important indeed continuity government plans are specifically defined to do the following top leaders of the new government for the continuity government because it is a different government, that's the point I'm trying to make here, would entire, large, would entirely or largely go into the hiding and would govern in hidden locations. Those within the new government would know what is going on, but those in the old government uh, would not necessarily know the details of what's happened. And that speaks to how could this happen, nobody knows. Normal laws and legal processes might largely be suspended or superseded... By selective, uh, sc- secretive judicial forms. And you and I both know that those forms exist today under the Patriot Act. The media might be ordered by strict laws, punishable by treason, to only promote uh, stories authorized by the new government. And all you have to do is to look at the executive order, which uh, you know, has been uh, upholded, executive order by Obama. Saying that they could now use propaganda on American citizens, so this is my point. You wonder how CNN could could go off the rails the the, the way they have. Even Fox News could could say the things that they've said, uh, and and they were blatant lies or propaganda, if you will. It is because I would submit to you that the continuity of government uh, provisions have been in place since that time and that there is in fact a shadow cabal or a shadow government running our country now back to my books because i'm a crazy fiction writer right one of the things in those books <clears throat> In those books, I talk about the group. Now, remember, I wrote this in twenty eleven, and I didn't know any about this. Know anything about this stuff? One of the things in those books, I talk about the group who are bankers and you know politicians that are running the country <laughs> behind the scenes, and that they have a plan, and all the things that they are doing are pushing forward the plan now what this article did for me it was it was like that aha moment many of the things that i've suspected over time or that i have thought over the time or written about over the time are actually in this article and i had no idea so the point is that we can prepare for every physical thing that we possibly can, but we cannot prepare for everything. And on the tail end of that civil war, those earthquakes, uh, is going to be an invasion, and you, you, we may well be fighting against uh, communist socialist, leftists within our own country and uh, be flanked Before by, you
0: go farther with the story, did you see any of the elements of this invasion? Do you have any details? Uh,
1: Well, kind of. I I saw uh, I saw uh, the Chinese uh, coming in from the west coast. I saw the Russians coming in from the east coast. Uh, I saw uh, neutron bombs being used because the Chinese want our land. You know, they, they need Correct. land And they want to make sure that uh, they're able to They want to make sure that they're able to uh, to, to get it eventually They don't want to ruin it forever um, I saw uh, troops moving up from the southern border uh, And I saw troops moving in from the northern border And uh, it's interesting that you mentioned this Because uh, there are, in fact... Uh, I, i'm not sure to dispose of it but you probably know about this five million chinese troops in Vietnam.
0: yeah i know i know uh, steve quayle believes that and i think there's good reason to believe that
1: right and so and we know that those borders are porous that uh, isis is up in the north and they are uh, filtering down into here i uh i saw um, terrorist attacks within the country uh so I, I assume this is my assumption that I saw it that there were terror cells within the country that were activated at the time uh, so yeah I did see some of it and it, of course it's you know, how do you write about this stuff without uh, you know pro- you know, pro- progressing the story that you're telling without getting sidetracked well so I touch on many of those issues within the books by the way uh, you know so if you're audience wants to look at those books uh, they can go to my website danielholdings.com or cooperchronicles.net right? you can buy them on Amazon but they're actually cheaper on my website there's a package there for you so you can get them uh, get a deal on them that kind of thing but there's a lot of stuff in those books that I just I, I don't have time to to, to go over all the stuff in there uh, but my you know my main point to uh, you and your audience today is that, uh, you know, seek God's face, not his hand. Now's the time to do that. We need to repent. We need to look to, toward him. Uh, this is not about, that's, now look, okay, let me, let me just make this, explainer. I am not saying that people should roll over and die, right? If, if somebody's threatening my family, uh, or my friends and those people that I love, I will defend myself. And you can take that however you want, uh, because I am prepared to defend myself uh, and my family. But that said, we get caught up, Dave, in the physical things of this world when we need to understand that this is not, this plays out in the physical realm, but this is supernatural. This is spiritual. Because along with that, now here's the crazy stuff. What crazy stuff, right? You know, and I know. You've seen the Navy videos of the UFOs that are, you know, being disclosed now. What we are about to see is disclosure, and we were both at Branson. We understand this. Uh, you're going to have people because remember they're walking away from God, right? There's going to be this story. This is a great perception There's going to be this story that is woven by the the media that's woven by the politicians that we came from those aliens that they made us that they seeded panspermia you know they seeded uh, the earth right and so uh, it's a lie right but they have the technology to you know, to make you think it's real but the point is that you know you're going to be seeing some really weird stuff uh, did you see that article uh, on um, uh, the article where uh, Putin called uh, Trump and told him that these special ops people in Syria needed to retreat because there was uh, a horde of Anunnaki that it was racing toward them?
0: Did you, did you about Well, that? I saw, you know, and I did see that, and I also saw that the um, the military had uh, 86 out of there, and um, I, I did see that. I don't know how much credibility to lend to that story, but it certainly fits into, <laughs> let's, let's put it this way, in the context of what's going on today, it fits. It really does fit. Um, Daniel, we're kind of coming to a nexus point here where we're um we got about two two and a half minutes left in this segment and I think what we've established is the fact that uh and I just want to kind of recap this real quickly. We have a book that you've written, actually a series of books, but one book in particular you've written. And that book is going on eight years old uh, in first edition, and it recaps a lot of what's happening today, from Cascadia, to the threat of Red Dawn, to World War III, to internal civil war. I mean, it's all here right now. There's no denying these events are here, unfortunately, and God, well, let's put it this way. Uh, You can say unfortunately or fortunately, but regardless of how you want to look at it, people like yourself had information that things were going to turn south and i'll say this very quickly i had a friend in fema who retired and bugged out in 2012 the end of 2012 i publicized it after he was gone without naming the location he went with like-minded people because he said this was coming he told me about this at the same time you're writing this book That's this is what's been really kind of earth shattering to me is he was saying the things you were saying. And he added one other thing. He said that the deep state will do anything to kill the populism in this country and that they were only going to let it go so far. And quite frankly, he and I talked about a year ago. He said that he's surprised they let it go as far as they have. He couldn't believe that Trump wasn't killed in the primaries. And uh, he said, but they're going to correct their mistake. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, there's no question. He's not going to be allowed to be a candidate for 2020 because he can't lose. But anyway, very quickly, I, I wanted to recap here. Tell the people in about the 30 seconds we have left how they can get a copy of your books. It sounds fascinating.
1: Well, okay. So there's three books, Three Days in the Belly of the Beast, As the Darkness Falls, and Between the Veil. You can get all those books on my websites, danielholdings.com. That's daniel, H-O-L-D-I-N-G-S.com or, uh, cooperchronicles.com, uh, either or, uh, and, uh, there's a package there. You can get all three of them for some deal or something. You can buy them on Amazon. They are on Kindle. Uh, there's pressure to put them on audio. I just haven't had the time. And, and, uh, you know, people want me to come up with the next one. And, I, you know, Dave, this is too serious. I, I don't have time to be writing fiction. No, I, need to I, hear <laughs>
0: I hear you. I hear you. I got what you said. But, unfortunately, we're up against a hard break. We are out of time. I wish you luck with the book sales. We'll try to push it from our end as much as we can. Daniel, I'm sure we'll talk again. Thank you for this uh, very interesting set of books. But also thank you for coming on the Common Sense Show.
1: Thank you so much, Dave. I appreciate it. I look forward to it next
0: time. Take care. Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? Bit of a nightmare for most people, and the holidays are a great time to reflect, especially on those who helped us get through it. Now, Noble Gold has put together this incredible collection of American Eagle 22-karat gold coins so you can say a huge thank you.